Welcome to our Eagles Live podcast, bi-week edition. Hello, everyone. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. And as the Eagles wait to find out who they will play on January 13th in the divisional round of the NFC playoffs, I thought it would be fun to take a look back at this magnificent 13-3 regular season, one that pretty much came out of nowhere. The Eagles accomplished every one of their regular season goals, although the toll has been tremendous. The Eagles have lost quarterback Carson Wentz, left tackle Jason Peters, middle linebacker Jordan Hicks, running back return man Darren Sproles, place kicker Caleb Sturgis, and special team star Chris Maragos for the season along the way. Yet the team stayed focused and together and on point as they tied a franchise record for most wins in a regular season and became the top seed in the NFC postseason. Let's hear from head coach Doug Peterson as he takes a moment to put it all in perspective. Doug, how would you put the season that you've had in perspective? 13-3, and three, NFC East title, first round playoff by and home field throughout. That's not easy to do. You know, we talk about that during training camp, the beginning of training camp, we set goals, and obviously we've checked all the boxes to this point. We still have one more box to check, and yet to be where we are in my second year, in year two of this team, it's a testament to the coaches, to the players, that they come to work every day. This is a great place to come to work. They get their work in, and it's an exciting time, and I'm so thrilled for the guys, but yet they also know that we still have some unfinished business. The regular season began at Washington against the Redskins team that, quite frankly, had the Eagles' number of late. The Eagles hadn't won at FedEx Field since the first game of the Chip Kelly era in 2013, and the opener represented a chance to set an early tone. Wentz did that early in the game with a how-did-he-do-that touchdown pass to wide receiver Nelson Aguilar. Wentz lines them up. Preps left. Hurts to the right. Sproles sets up to the right of Wentz. Wentz takes the snap again. He looks. He steps up. Still looking. He dashes to his left. He dashes to his right. He is starting to run. Now he fires downfield. Caught. Aguilar. Three of the ten. Touchdown Eagles. Listen, this is Carson Wentz pulling something out of the hat. He dances around, he avoids the pressure, he gets out of harm's way, looks downfield, finds Nelson Aguilar, he makes the grab, and goes in for the first touchdown of the game. 58-yard touchdown strike, and really, it's the big athletic quarterback and his vision downfield. The game was also significant because the Eagles, in a tight game in the fourth quarter, made the plays to win, unlike how it went down in 2016. In 2017, in the opener, a Jalen Mills interception of a Kirk Cousins pass in the red zone was huge. And then Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham teamed up to seal the deal. 147. Redskins have two timeouts remaining. Cousins lines them up again. He's got Thompson to his right. Back again goes Cousins. He's hit. The football comes loose. It's picked up by Cox. And he is into the end zone. Now, is it a fumble or was his arm going forward? The signal is touchdown Eagles. Brandon Graham made the hit on Cousins. The question is, was his arm coming forward or was it swatted out? Both Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, they get to the quarterback at about the same time, but he is in that throwing motion. So it's that arm going forward, or as you said, was he able to get it out? Boy, I don't know. 
A couple of weeks later, the season took a more emphatic turn with the NFC East rival Giants in at a sweltering Lincoln Financial Field. The Eagles lost a double-digit lead against the Giants and were locked in a tie game when they took possession at their 38-yard line with just 13 seconds remaining in a 24-24 game. On second and 10, Wentz dropped back and completed a 19-yard pass to wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey on the sideline and Jeffrey stepped out of bounds with one second remaining on the clock. That set up new place kicker Jake Elliott for this moment and a chance at history. Are we expecting this one? No. But once upon a time, Mike and I did a game in Tampa where the Bucks kicked the 62-yarder. And this is the dream of a kicker. Those dreams that they have Here of we go. winning games, this is that one. Yeah, but it's 61 yards. Hold your breath. Ball is spotted. The kick is away. And the kick is... It's good! <laughs> and the Eagles win! This is that dream I talked about. They win! He's had this dream before. 61 yards! The longest kick in Eagles history! My goodness. We forgive him for the 30 order last week. Do you believe in miracles? <laughs> oh my goodness. 61 yards. Oh Do you my believe in miracles? <laughs> That's so good. Thank you, Al Michaels. <laughs> That's so good. Join the inaugural Eagles Autism Challenge, a cycling run-walk event to fund autism research. It's a day for the entire region to become a team, have fun, and together advance autism research. For more info, visit eaglesautismchallenge.org. Elliot, of course, was mobbed. A new star was born. And Elliot stayed calm, cool, and collected in the locker room after the game as he recounted his franchise-long game-winning field goal. It's kind of all a blur to me. I don't really know. I just know that the ball was in the air for a really long time, real close to that right upright. <laughs> that victory catapulted the Eagles to a nine-game winning streak, even as the injuries mounted. One of the most impressive wins came on a Thursday night in Carolina against a very physical Panthers team. The Eagles prevailed 28-23 as the defense made one last stand against quarterback Cam Newton and the Panthers. Philadelphia was officially on a roll. It's a tremendous testament to the players in that locker room. I told them tonight after the game that I haven't been a part of a team that battled through so much injury and adversity in the first you know, month of the season, month and a half of the season, to stay together. The resiliency of the football team started to show last year at the end of the year. They're learning from last year. They're learning how to finish games and just overall consistency from the leaders leading this football team. You know, uh, they're sacrificing each other themselves for the team. and uh, It's a fun thing to watch. That's the one thing about this kid. Is he's so tough mentally and physically and, and uh, the way he stays in there and battles and, and, you know, still his eyes are down the field. He doesn't let that stuff get to him. You know, was able to extend some plays with his legs tonight. You know, he's a great leader of this football team, even in his second year. And guys really respect the way he plays. And, you know, it's exciting to see from your quarterback. 
Five weeks later, the Eagles travel to Arlington, Texas to play the Cowboys in a game that would largely determine the shape of the NFC East. It was a struggle for the first half anyway. Dallas's defense held Wentz and the Eagles offense in check through two quarters and led 9-7 at the half. But the final two periods, a totally different story. Wentz comes right back to Clement. Five, he's into the end zone. Clement and the Eagles regain the lead, and that's the kind of drive the Eagles needed. Corey Clement, his fourth rushing touchdown of the season, and an outstanding job of, by this offensive line of just creating space, Vitae gets an outstanding block. That entire middle of that offensive line, they blow the Cowboys off the ball. They create a running space for Corey Clement. Wentz in the shotgun. He's back, he's looking, he fires, and it is complete to Alshon Jeffrey for a touchdown. We had to wait. He went low, and we had to wait to see if he stayed with it, and he did. It's a great catch by Alshon Jeffrey. He's leaning. He's wow. actually falling down. He gets away from Lewis, the cornerback, and he makes a great catch. This is Carson Wentz of the Philadelphia Eagles. When you've got a quarterback, you've got a chance. The Eagles have a quarterback. Oh, do they ever. And you're listening to the Eagles Live Podcast with Dave Spadaro. 30 unanswered points gave the Eagles a 37-9 victory, a 9-1 record, and no questions about who ruled the division. The next challenges came in December with a three-game road trip staring the Eagles in their collective faces. The winning streak ended in Seattle as the Eagles stumbled against the Seahawks, and as the team traveled to Los Angeles, there were questions. Could the Eagles rebound after spending a week in Los Angeles against an up-and-coming Rams team? In a game that ended with an incredible amount of mixed emotions, the Eagles defeated Los Angeles 43-35, clinched the NFC East title for the first time since 2013, but also lost most valuable player candidate Wentz in the process with a torn ACL in his left knee. He took a shot on that last run that he had where the penalty was called on Lane Johnson. When he got into the end zone, he was sandwiched and took a big shot. So they've got to check him out. So Nick Foles has to get ready. A day after the victory, Peterson addressed the quarterback position. Torn ACL, uh, it appears, yes. What the the report I got this morning was just ACL. We overcame a Pro Bowl left tackle. We overcame our middle linebacker. We've overcome a running back. We've overcome a a core special teams player this year, our kicker this year. Uh, This is no no different. You know, yeah, he is the quarterback of our football team. Each one of these guys that I mentioned is tough to replace, tough to replace. But you know what? The reason we went out and got Nick Foles is for reasons like this and for situations like this. And I'm excited for Nick, obviously. I hate it for Carson Wentz. I hate it for uh, the season, I guess, that he's been having, but at the same time it's been the next man up mentality and that's how we approach it so it was on to nick Foles as the eagles completed their road trip with a game at the giants Foles responded in a big big way Ertz in motion back to the near side Foles back again looking he's looking he is firing and it is caught alshon jeffrey touchdown base of the end zone three yards outstanding protection and a great job by big nick Foles surveying the field. Foles back. Foles look. Foles fires. And it is caught! Aguilar! Touchdown! He went up and pulled it down. Oh, I love that. What a great job, Nelson Aguilar, going up over the defender and taking the football. Foles backs up. Foles look. Foles fires. And it is caught. Touchdown! 
Foles delivers to Ertz. This is a great job. Foles claps his hand, takes the snap. Looking, firing, wide open, touchdown! 13-yard touchdown. I think they're warming their hands around the bonfire. A great job of protection. They run a little switch route on the outside. There's nobody around Trey when he catches the football. They sit down, cross their legs, and they warm their hands. After the game, Foles spoke confidently of his ability to lead the offense. Just getting back out there playing a full game on the road in New York. I mean, NFC East, it doesn't matter what's going on in the season or what, it's always going to be a battle. New York played a great game, came down to the end. I mean, the time we played them before was the same way. Um, but to come here and face a bunch of different things, have different guys step up, special teams makes plays, defensive makes plays, offense. And it's like we switched off all throughout the game, but we stuck together and we had some adversity early. So it was a great game to come out and get a win. In week 16, on Christmas night, the Eagles reached their final goal of the regular season, clinching the top seed in the playoffs. It wasn't pretty by any means, but a late game interception from quarterback Ronald Darby set up the offense and Foles drove into field goal position. Once again, it was Elliott, the rookie, who made so many clutch kicks, who stepped up and delivered. This one is 48 to give the Eagles the lead. Hold your breath. Ball is spotted. Kick is away. He's got the distance. It's gone! He did it again. <laughs> Whoa. Peterson, in his second season as the head coach, had 13 wins, home field advantage in the playoffs, and a team that won games in every way imaginable through the course of an historic season. We found a way to win. Bottom line, found a way to win. You know, I'd love to, to win 40 to 3 or 34 to 28, but sometimes you're going to be in these games. And, you know, we got to be hard on ourselves as coaches and players uh, looking at this film, moving forward, and get things fixed uh, offensively. I thought defense played really, really well, kept us in the football game, special teams. So, team effort, though, and found a way. And, you know, sitting here today, you know, 13 to 2, and everybody's got to come through here now. So, that's the exciting part. And now the Eagles wait. They've got the bye week to heal and recover and improve. They're practicing in pads. They're practicing at up-tempo speeds. They're practicing with intensity. All with an eye on January 13th, when they'll play in front of a Lincoln Financial Field crowd that has not enjoyed playoff football since 2013. We'll look ahead as the NFC's wildcard playoff round begins, and we'll be back with another Eagles Live podcast next week. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy the playoff action throughout the weekend. Thanks to Brian Thomas and Richard Shu for their great work all season. And thanks to all of you for tuning into the Eagles Live podcast. Have a great Eagles day, everyone, and fly, Eagles, fly. E